Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be right here with me than any other place on the planet. For those of you who are using your phones towards your greater good, I thank you for being that wise. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am so grateful and so thankful and prayerful that you are ever more inspired to go deeper, to reach higher, to stand in the light of the truth of the all that you truly are as this living, loving, intelligent potent and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence whose intelligence is absolute and supreme, whose presence is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal, fills all spaces, is all pervasive, beats our hearts, breathes us and has designed us divinely and divinely designed us to be vehicles and vessels of its absolute love, light, wisdom, truth, peace, poise, power, potency and purposes. And I'm the one to remind us that that is where we are, that's who we are, that's what we should be doing. And in light of and in spite of all of the issues that are going on, everyone is saying, oh, there's so much going on, but there has always been so much going on. And in the midst of it, the intelligence of existence is that which has gifted itself to absolutely everyone and everything. And we are in the progression of it. And the progression of all of the seeds that have been sown, consciously and unconsciously, we have the opportunity to come face to face with the consequences of our choices that we've been making consistently over time. And also to be in a place where we have the opportunity to self-correct and to reverse the issues that we've created, consciously or unconsciously, that we may not be pleased with. To realize that in this now moment we have cosmic support in this quickening to be quantum leaping into absolute reality so that those who have no love, no light, no wisdom and truth have no impact and effect in our lives. But it requires the sacrifices of knowing that you have and we have absolute law to attune ourselves to. And that in that attunement, we come into harmony and balance. And we're able to circumvent some of the devastation that is on the horizon as a result of the progression of the violation that has been in full effect over a period of time in terms of the seeds that have been sown in the inception of this country. The seeds that were sown for the building and the establishment of this country as, as what they would want to be referred to as a world power, but to come into a place and space where we realize the delusion of the bluff and grandeur, the posturing of feeling so great at the oppression, suppression, the degradation, the violation through capitalization, and to realize that those seeds that were sown in the establishment of this country on the blood of our 
indigenous ancestry and the blood have been spilled through the murder of billions of creatures and whatnot that we as a global humanity have to take responsibility for getting into as much light as we possibly can, as quickly as we possibly can, by consciously caring to be cleared emotionally and mentally through the forgiveness of ourselves, the forgiveness of all else, but also the application, the submission and surrender through our remorse, through the acknowledgement that we have been in error, that everything that we've done has not been in the best interest of anything and everyone, and we cannot be complicit and co-conspirating, complacent with the agendas of suppression and oppression and capitalization and murder and slaughter and then turn around and feed off of the flesh and the carcasses and the progeny of those ones who have been so oppressed and poisoned. And we are in a place and space where on behalf of our lineages, all of those that we have come through And this is a message not for just black people. It's a message for all people. It's a message for all of us on behalf of all of life. And to realize that we each, regardless of what hue of people we are, we're all breatharian first. We have to breathe. Breathing is essential. It is the breath and that which animates us by virtue of the intelligence of that which is in the air and our capacity for breathing intelligently designed so that we are truly enlivened, maintained, and sustained by the breath. And so to have food stuff marketed to us consistently over time, from the breakfast cereals and the cow's milk to the, the dairy products, the eggs, the flour products that create so much mucus and paste in our systems that Breathing becomes obstructed from all of the mucus that accumulates and hardens within our tissues, within our lungs and our bronchial tubes and throughout our bodies. And so we're having to realize that the cry of I can't breathe that has been so highly publicized as a result of the wickedness and the brutality of those who have been licensed to kill, who themselves have been so oppressed at the cellular level through being fed the flesh of violated creatures and the alcohol and the tobacco and all of the sugar and all the pasty stuff. We have to realize that everybody is under siege and there are those of us who realize it and there are those who are delusional who don't have a clue and need to freaking wake up to realize that you are oppressed and your wickedness does is not a badge of honor. That we have to come to a point and place where it truly matters to us to realize that there is absolute law that governs all of our lives and there is justice. But the justice that is already being exacted in this pandemic that has been issued and facilitated 
through the efforts of the United States Department of Agriculture, the Food and Drug Administration, the beef industry, the tobacco industry, the sugar industry, the alcohol industry, and whatnot, is to really usurp the life force of other ones. And so I'm saying that when we realize that the system is brutal, the system is criminal, the system has the right to be destroyed, the right to have those of us who would come to light, to come to order, to come to leadership. Because those who are in leadership and who have been complacent and complicit with their own cellular oppression and whose bodies are filled with the toxins of the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the alcohol, tobacco, and sugar industries that you all are not in a position to lead. Nor are you in a position to teach. And everyone now has to come to a point in place where you realize there's a right way to live. There's a right way to perpetuate life. There's a right way and a responsibility that we have as men, the progenitor of lineages and womb men, the perpetuator of lineages, to be in the exaltation of life at all times. They're creating a system of oppression as an agenda, a plot and a plan to dwindle and depopulate and genocide through a free enterprise system. The justice of that is death. The justice of that and the marginalization of our indigenous families, our aboriginal families, the oppression and the enslavement of our African ancestors and the continued violation against those of us who are of color and the animals then understand there are tragic dates with fate that are coming. And the earth and her creatures have first right and are first in line to be fully liberated from the toxic minds and the evil hearts that are operative through defiled bloodstreams and defiled spirits that dress themselves up and puff themselves up as if they have supremacy and right to rule when all they do is literally oppress, suppress, ruin and devastate everything and everybody they touch. We're in a now moment where we can be completely freed from the foolishness, completely freed from the foolhardy, completely freed from the wickedness to come away from being out of the trajectory of those who are on a cataclysmic ride with demise. See, it's not just about having and separating as a nation of people, but to really come to a place and space where we realize that there is nothing that is guaranteed success except the establishment of the kingdoms and queendoms of God. Because under the forces of Satan, Lucifer and the devil, those who have misled, oppressed the mental capacity of ones and ones to not have an understanding and an understanding as to who and what we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, those who have set themselves up as the intermediators between these ones who have beating hearts and breathing ones and between that which beats our hearts and breathes us, we don't need an intermediary. Particularly those who have no real love and light and they are delusional to think that they have been given the right to intercede in the relationship 
between the intelligence of existence and all of itself manifesting and womb manifesting through all other ones, all humans and all of those who are not human. There is nothing but intelligence of existence and that intelligence is so absolutely intelligent to gift itself to absolutely everything and everyone that it would never demand itself to kill itself over here to exalt itself over there. So we're having to realize that there is order in existence and the order is in the progression of law and the progression of law and the order has to come through the exalted the exaltation of cleanliness. And because we are seeing all of the filth and the pollution that has come, that is in the waterways, that is on the earth and whatnot, that has specifically come as a result of the perpetuation of meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, flesh, flour, sugar, alcohol, tobacco, and garbage food, which The refuse is what constitutes the filth that's in the streets. But the real filth is in the tissues and the bodies and the bloodstreams of the people. And so we're being called to rise through our conscious care to be purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified. To realize that there is no separation that can be made from the wickedness except it be made internally at the cellular level so that we no longer have the same desires and aspirations and habits and addictions that their products have facilitated. No one has been authorized by the intelligence of existence or the will of existence or the laws of existence to be the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death as a livelihood. It is not the will of existence, nor is it the order or the law of existence to be the perpetuators of death and to feed death to living ones. To industrialize the process of murder and slaughter and killing. To feed. This is a primary aberration as to what it is to be human. Totally antithetical to the divinity of existence. And therefore we see the evidence of the vileness, the defilement, the wickedness. The distortion, the dysfunction, the degradation, the violation, the disenfranchisement, the discontent, the dissatisfaction, the disturbances, the dis-ease as a result of that. And so sickness, illness, disease, and death as multi-trillion dollar business and livelihood is definitely not sustainable. And those who are the perpetuators of it, those who have created the systems with which to deal with it in terms of the American Medical Association, the doctors, the pharmacists, the uh, psychiatrists, and all of those ones, the uh, military and the prison industrial complex and all of those who maintain these systems of oppression, to realize that you are creating your own disease and laying a tragic date and fate with your own death as a result of your complacency, your complicity, and your co-conspirating and facilitating, managing, and perpetuating the oppression. 
we are in a now moment where we have to realize the divinity of what it is to be and that all beings, all men, all wombed men have been affected by the systems of things and that we as individuals have to come to a point in place where we are no longer a detriment to ourselves and ourselves. To be in a place where we realize that the spirit that animates us is greater than that which man has created. And see, so many people keep focusing so much energy on all of the things that men have created. All of your focus is on man and what the distortion and dysfunction and degradation and all of the ugliness and whatnot. So that in the midst of dwelling in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, you are not really allowing the divinity of, of being to really be foremost in your conscientiousness and your consciousness and your mindfulness and your thoughtfulness. Our perception and perspective is facilitated and predicated on the cleanliness of our blood and our tissues. And all of the disease that is already pandemic, and I am not really addressing that which they refer to as the coronavirus and that which is there, that they're perpetuating as the pandemic. No, the pandemic is the heart disease, the diabetes, the strokes, the cancer, the upper respiratory issues, the suicide, the kidney and liver issues and stuff, that there are so many other things that have already been pandemic. The reality that there have been more lives and more livers, more families destroyed by alcohol and tobacco, use and misuse, than all of the wars that people have fought, these that these wars have claimed. That we have to really have a right thought about this whole thing. And that whatever viruses or bacteria that you should be concerned about in terms of uh, risking your life, they're already in you as a result of feeding off the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the pus and mucus of cows and artificial colors and flavors and all of this where your body temple has been turned into a, literally a cemetery for decaying and over-preserved carcasses that are not rotting. So you have the rot of some things, the fermentation of this, the decay, the decomposition, and then you have that which is just sitting there, festering in the organisms and whatnot. So I'm just saying is that wearing a mask is not going to facilitate any real protection when you are already filled with all manners of things that they're not even looking for. So if they're going to test you with something that they've just now created, by, but the heart disease, the diabetes, the cancer, and all of these things, we already have so much testing and so much of that, so much medication and pharmaceuticals and chemo and all of these toxic therapies for these things, but then they're going to test you for a coronavirus when you've got pathogens and worms and organisms and whatnot eating you alive and then and nothing is being said about this. That's what I'm saying. You cannot trust a government who has it at heart to undermine its populace. And so 
I'm the one to exalt that there is no such thing as white supremacy. What we have is idiocy and stupidity that has run amok because it's not sustainable. And so we are realizing that Mother Earth and Mother Nature have the last, 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 laugh, last stand that the people, those who are sheeple, who are just following whatever these people say, these ones and ones, I call them bozos, whatever they're saying, you're following them, right? You're walking around mass, with masks, you're walking, running, biking, and whatnot with a mask on, okay? So I'm just saying is that it's going to facilitate even greater sickness, illness, and disease. One, because you have not stopped eating the stuff that's causing the real sickness, illness, and disease. You've not stopped drinking. You've not stopped smoking. I'm like, why in the hell would you be masking and then continue to oppress yourself and undermine yourself? And so at some point, we have to be responsible for asking and knocking and seeking and consciously caring to really live. But just following these people and what they say, and you see that they run amok, you can't trust them. You can trust that you can't trust them to have our best interests at heart when sickness, illness, disease, and death are multi-trillion dollar business and economy. And so we cannot expect that the government will change even with a change of party or presidents or whatever. It's not going to change until you, the people, change and you stop buying the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish. Stop eating it. Stop making it available. Stop handling it. Stop working for these companies. Put yourself in a place and space where you are completely committed to life. You're completely committed to the exaltation of life. You're completely committed to glorifying and honoring the legacy of the lineages that you represent, that you are are completely committed to serving life as a progenitor and the perpetuator of lineages of people that you are consciously caring to be free, to be liberated, to come to that place where you are doing everything you possibly can to reverse whatever issues have already started crystallizing in your tissues as a result of eating all of this garbage food, stuff that is not really food. So we're going to have to really, I guess, change the language in the sense that if food is that which we have been taught to eat and it is a tool being used of oppression and then the weapons of mass destruction are the tobacco, the alcohol, the sugar and the chemicals and the chemicals that are in the food and to understand that that word that they have called diet, D-I-E in the cross that's on the graveyard, you understand? So no, our methodology has to be cellular liberation since the methodology of our oppression is cellular oppression and it affects absolutely everybody and so those ones who would prefer to continue to feed off the carcasses of dead animals then let us know that these are not ones that you need to be in obeyance to because they are not
You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. 224 years ago, around this time in Congress, July 4th, 1776, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for people, for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impelled them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having indirect object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He refused to assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained, and when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the dispository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions on the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time 
after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers incapable of annihilation have returned to the people at large for their exercise, the state remaining in, remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose, obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither, and raising the conditions of new appropriation of land. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. He has affected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, given his assent to their acts of pretended legislation. For quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states, for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases for the benefits of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example and unfit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies, for taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments for suspending our own legislatures and declaring them invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of desolation and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy, scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained our fellow citizens taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country to become the executioners of their friends and brethren or to fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections amongst us and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers the merciless Indian savages whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Nor have we been wanting in attention to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislator to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. 
We have reminded them of the circumstances of our immigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They too have been deaf to the voice of justice and of our consanguinity. We must therefore acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war, in peace, friends. We therefore, the representative of the United States of America in General Congress assembled, appealing to the Supreme Judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions do, in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these United Colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortune, and our sacred honor. From the state of Georgia, Button Gwinnett, Lyman Hall, George Walton, North Carolina, William Hooper, Joseph Hughes, John Penn, South Carolina, Edward Rutledge, Thomas Hayward Jr., Thomas Lynch Jr., Arthur Middleton, from the state of Massachusetts, John Hancock, from the state of Maryland, Samuel Chase, William Paca, Thomas Stone, Charles Carroll of Carrollton, Virginia, George White, Richard Henry Lee, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Harris, Thomas Nelson Jr., Francis Lightfoot Lee, Carter Braxton, from the state of Pennsylvania, Robert Morris, Benjamin Rush, Benjamin Franklin, John Morton, George Clymer, James Smith, George Taylor, George Taylor, James Wilson, George Ross, from the state of Delaware, Caesar Rodney, George Reed, Thomas McKean, from the state of New York, William Floyd, Philip Livingston, Francis Lewis, Lewis Morris, from the state of New Jersey, Richard Stockton, John Witherspoon, Francis Hopkinson, John Hart, Abraham Clark from the state of New Hampshire, Josiah Bartlett, William Whipple from the state of Massachusetts, Samuel Adams, John Adams, Robert Treat Payne, Elbridge Jerry from the state of Rhode Island, Stephen Hopkins, William Ellery, Connecticut, Roger Sherman, Samuel Huntington, William Williams, Oliver Walcott, and from the state of New Hampshire, Matthew Thornton. And so in our now moment, 244 years later, by virtue of the consistent racist systemization, violation, murder, subjugation, domination, capitalization of all forms of life seen and unseen within and upon the earth for the violation of billions of creatures on an annual basis being slaughtered and their carcasses being fed to people as food for the violation of Mother Earth, the desecration of her lands and ecological balances, 
for the institution and the inception of this country on the murder and the slaughter of our indigenous families, the enslavement of our African families, the continued violation against all people of color and particularly those of us of the darker melanation through police brutality, the failure to charge and to properly assess the true crimes of those who are truly criminal, who've been given badges and guns and have been charged with the responsibility of getting quotas of black bodies by any means necessary to fill their jails, which under the 13th Amendment, where slavery was supposedly abolished except by virtue of having been convicted of a crime. For the millions of men and women and youth who are incarcerated under the falsehoods of criminality when the system in and of itself is criminal, unjust, and deserving of its fall as a result of using education, religious training to misrepresent and defile a people's sense of themselves, to have fed them all manners of vileness and instituted access to that which has no substance that which is permeated and penetrated with artificial colors and flavors and nitrates and nitrites and all manners of chemicals that have had the effect of modifying the behavior because of the assault on our children using the weaponry of vaccinations, having turned the food into the weapon of cellular oppression and by virtue of the weapons of mass destruction the alcohol, the tobacco, the sugar, and the pharmaceuticals, creating the robbery, the depletion, the theft of the wealth, the riches, the treasures, the ingenuity, the security, the high ethic, the morality, the sensibilities, the faith, the confidence, the peace, the poise, the empowerment, the right to walk in the integrity of who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence. We, as these points of absolute and supreme intelligence, charge this government of the United States of America guilty and offensive of violation of life itself, crimes not only against humanity, but crimes against Mother Earth, Mother Nature, and all of her creatures. And for those of us who are living as citizens within this country by virtue of the Constitution of these United States, I call you to come to a point and place of personal commitment to that which truly beats our hearts and breathes us, that which is our commonality beyond the papers and that which was the contradictions and inconsistencies and hypocrisies of those who founded this country to realize that the enslavement, the disenfranchisement, the murder, the slaughter of ones and ones that all of our people here have been harmed and negatively impacted by the violation of our very blood, our tissue, and our spirits. I call us to consciously care, to exert a full effort in our living, to do nothing to undermine ourselves and to do everything we possibly can to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified so that we 
are standing in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that holds the earth as a poor within its own body. Under cosmic law, we are citizens of the cosmic first and foremost. There is only one race of people, and it is the human race. And those who have come to that place where they're kind of human, kind of men, kind of women, are still under the authority of absolute law to exalt a full effort in living. We must understand that there is absolute law that is in full effect, and that which we do unto others shall be done unto us. And that those ones whose blood bears the violation of violated beings, the rot, the decay, the decomposition, the proliferation of pathogens, viruses, bacteria, worms, and organisms in their bodies where the temples of the living gods and goddesses have been turned into cemeteries for carcasses and the proliferation of organisms that we have to come to a point and place where we care to be cleared so that we are restored in the light of the truth of the all that we are. And for all of those who have gifted themselves, for all of those who have sacrificed, for all of the brilliance, the gifts, the realizations, the revelations, the intellectual property, all of that which we are beneficiaries of. Let us walk a stronger walk on behalf of those who did and on behalf of those who could not, who did not know how to. But to know of a surety that there is no true success in life where there is no commitment to the laws of life. And as a result of being in violation of those laws, there must be a conscious care of repentance, of the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, the forgiveness, the releasing, the letting go of that which is defiling, that which is adulteration. So let us step within the privacy of our own body temples, our own homes, and everywhere that we are on behalf of life to the glory of the whole of existence itself. On behalf of all of our ancestors, those who were disenfranchised and those who have been complacent and complicit with it, which is what our education has allowed us to do, to participate with this without having light and wisdom enough to be able to institute that which needs to happen, that which really restores the dignity and the divinity of what it is to be, what it is to exist. It is not a black and white issue, and we cannot continue to allow ourselves to be divided based upon blackness and whiteness when it is an intelligence issue. Those who are the most offensive, their blood has been defiled by a system that perpetuated sickness, illness, disease, and death as multi-trillion dollar industry and business. Everybody is being warred against and under siege. And now the perpetuation of the farce of this coronavirus puts us in a place and space where we have to care to respond correctly and directly to realize that for all of the decades and the generations that have been feeding off of the carcasses of pigs and cows and chickens and turkeys and whatnot, there really was no contagion. And there is no contagion now that under the 5G and all of that that we see that is affecting us because of what is already in the body 
and now we're having to take responsibility for really clearing and cleansing ourselves and realizing that we are all breatharian first and most of our foods are that which creates blockage and obstruction, congestion, constipation, mucus, acidity, toxicity, which is the foundation of the real pandemic that is cancer, heart disease being the number one killer of us as a nation, abortion being the number one killer of us as a black people, cancer running rapid through all of our families and communities, the strokes, the diabetes, the kidney disease, autism, the, all of these issues I'm just saying is that it's not going to end well. Why? Because what we are seeing is that we're in a progression of the seeds having been sown in sickness, illness, disease, and death, having to create a harvest of sickness, illness, disease, and death. But to know that where you have trusted those who have been complicit, complacent, and co-conspirating, the perpetuators of an agenda that is genocide and depopulation. And so they are using commercial media. They're using all of those ones who have access to you through television and whatnot to put you in a place of fear so that they're creating more divisiveness. We have to realize that this is a scheme, it is a plot, and it is a plan to create further divisiveness. Say, united we stand, divided we fall. Those ones whose names we cannot call, the ones behind the curtain, they cannot factor in the God factor. We are all these points and parts of this absolute and supreme intelligence and where we are divided within ourselves, where we are not exalting a full effort in our living, where we are supporting the violation of other ones, then know that there is karmic debt. There is no way that, that people could have eaten all of the progeny of all of these creatures and then cry guilty and offensive at the death of your own children. We're in a now moment where we have to realize that there is justice and the justice that is being exacted in the proliferation of sickness, illness, disease, and death upon the people is as a result of the animals that have been capitalized on, subjugated, dominated, slaughtered, and you have been fed their flesh and their carcasses. We're in a place and space where if you care to respond correctly to the genocide, if you care to protect your lives, if you care to not be vulnerable and susceptible to the coronavirus or to cancer or heart disease or any of it, then realize that you are divinely designed and designed divinely to be vehicles and vessels of love, light, wisdom, truth, peace, poise, power, potency, and to stand as a unified body in light as intelligences of existence in harmony with Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures. Our lives must change and this country has already fallen as a result of the violations against, the, against life itself. So brace yourselves for the storms. Brace yourselves for Mother Earth's reaction to it all. Or we can get into as much light as we possibly can, as quickly as we possibly can, to be in a place and space where we become the salt of the earth, the salvation of us all, to come to a point and place where we realize that in the midst of it, in light of it, in despite of it, the uh, conscious initiative to create race wars and more divisiveness, we do not have to participate with it. 
but where people are a detriment to themselves. They are already on a trajectory towards a tragic date with fate. There is absolute law that governs all of life and we are all subject unto it. And where the fulfillment of the law is absolute love, then let us come to this place and space where we care to really do the work that is required to be restored in the light of the truth of our right alignment to become vivid in our own self-expression as these points of this presence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, and there is no greater wealth that we can work for, beg, borrow, steal, be awarded or rewarded that is greater than who and what we already are but naked. It is our time. So we're lifting every voice to sing till earth and heaven ring, ringing with the harmonies of liberty, liberating ourselves from all of the poison, all of the chemicals, all of those things that have modified our behavior to come to that place and space where we are able to truly activate the faith that we have come through all of the dark past and we are now in the present of a new day that is rising and we have the opportunity to rise in the light of the absolute and eternal sun to be in a place in space where the blood that has been spilt upon this planet, we're all walking a stronger walk on behalf of the sacrifices of those lives and those energies that we have a greater access to the wealth of ourselves and to come to a point in place where we shall forever stand and be one in the truth of the all that we each are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. So come to that place and space where it really matters to you to exalt a full effort in your living, your loving. Coming to a point and place where you forgive yourself for being hard-headed and ignoring the truth that have been yelling at you for all of this time and do that which is truly yours to do and what you can do to get support and your life support number is 678-760-9299 at some point in place and that point in place is now to really care To walk in the fullness of the all that you are is one of the most powerful spirits on the face of this earth. We do not have to fight, but we do have to stand. We do not have to fight, but we do have to surrender into the laws that govern us. We do not have to fight, but we must forgive. And we must be in obeyance and obedience with that which beats our hearts and breathes us. Because there's only one absolute and supreme intelligence and to be a detriment to ourselves is to be a a detriment to all. And to war against any other part of the self is a war against God. And there's no way to survive it. So on behalf of the lineages that we represent, all of those ones whose blood is still screaming up from the earth, Let us live for life. To love, to lift, to enhance, to enrich, to honor, to create. To really be qualified for continuance in existence 
It's these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence to realize on a day-to-day basis how blessed you absolutely are. Nobody can give you anything greater than who and what you already are. The issue is, do you care to be great and will you do what is needed on a daily basis to clear the sludge, to come to a point where you're brilliant, shining, radiant as the sun and as productive as the earth, consistently growing, unfolding, reaching, bathing in the light of this absolute and supreme intelligence. Our time is now. And we are raising up all over the planet and want for you that which I want for myself, to stand in the light of the absolute and supreme intelligence and to be a glory unto the whole of existence itself. Have a good night. Continue to rejoice in the blessedness of being and be the blessing you are. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. This is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.